Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Welcome to uh, Team Wealth Radio. We're excited to be here. Myself and Bronwyn are hosting the show today. Hi, B. Hi, I'm back. <laughs> and today we're talking all about entrepreneurship, uh, especially for youth. And we have a very fascinating man on the show today as our guest. His name is Nunzio Presta, and he owns a company called Bizon. He's Canadian. Yay! And uh, <laughs> That kind of an interesting uh, background, and he's very, very passionate about what he does. He's actually got a video on our website under our videos tab on globalteenwealth.org, uh, just talking a little bit about his passion, but we're going to get the bigger story today. So welcome on the show, Nunzio. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, we're so glad to have you. Um, so can you tell our viewers, a lot of the young people that are in our program, they want to become entrepreneurs, or they're considering a life of entrepreneurship. They're not mm-hmm. sure what kind of sacrifices it takes and why. I mean, we were laughing. We just looked up on Urban Dictionary what an entrepreneur is, and uh, it says it's the French translation of unemployed, which I had a good giggle at. <laughs> um, but yeah. entrepreneurship is something I love, and I know you're passionate about it, too. So can you tell everyone a little bit about who you are and kind of your, your story and your background? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Bizon's an online marketplace where people can buy, sell, uh, and grow businesses or franchises every day. So we're really spearheading the conversation around entrepreneurship, not only about being, um, you know, someone that builds something from scratch, but also someone that possibly could buy an existing business or even franchise and grow it uh, to better levels. So we're really, you know, redefining what entrepreneurship is for, for a variety of different people. Um, for myself, I, you know, my passion's creation. So I decided to build something from scratch. Uh, and it was through my own life experience. I, I was in university uh, and I had a clothing line with a friend of mine um, and we built up this clothing line to a pretty good position. We had some inventory, we had some clients, we had a you know, great brand, but we came to realization that we couldn't grow it anymore. So, um, and we didn't have the resources at the time either. So I looked for options to try and sell it. Uh, and through that experience, I identified that nothing out there met my expectations. Uh, so I decided to dig into that a little bit more and realize that there was a real big pain point as far as small business owners and entrepreneurs that were looking to buy and sell, uh, businesses coupled with, you know, baby boomers looking to retire and sell, Uh, And millennials really looking to transition out of that nine to five uh, and jumping into something that, you know, they love to do something with a purpose and passion. Um, So that's been, you know, kind of driving the entire team at Bizon, you know, uh, as far as our why. And and that's to create the opportunity for someone to find an existing business or franchise uh, that fits their lifestyle and that they love. That's awesome. And you mentioned our why at Bizon. So what is your personal why for, for why you're an entrepreneur? So my personal why is, is um, you know, creation. I, I, love, uh, I love creating things. I, I love seeing an idea formalized into something real. Uh, I'm just fascinated with that process. Um, for example, on something totally unrelated, I'm fascinated with cooking as well because I see all these 
fragmented pieces of ingredients come together to create a beautiful dish. And that's what I feel entrepreneurship is as well. You're looking at all these, you're, you're at the beginning, it's all fragmented and you're bringing everything together uh, to create this, this, you know, this awesome business or product or service that people value. And I think that whole process for me is, is what creates a lot of value in the world and changes the world for the better. Uh, and I think that's not only my why, but that should be, uh, you know, an entrepreneur's why is to create services and products uh, that add value to people's lives and, and the world in general. So quick question for you then, like when you started your, your clothing business, like, like for some of the young people that are listening today, they're like, that sounds great. But like, where, what is the starting point for that? Like, what, how do you start? Do you take an old t-shirt and make it into something? Like, where does the capital start coming from? Yeah. So for, for us, uh, and I don't recommend this, this was a huge learning curve for me, but, uh, we, we, we took out a, a loan, uh, from a bank to help us, you know, start, start it off. Um, but generally moving forward for me, I feel, I feel the best way to start a business right now is by, uh, getting other individuals that have, uh, you know, skills, uh, that you, that you need in order to build your business from scratch. So, uh, for example, Bizon was built off sweat equity. Um, I knew what I was good at, but I knew I needed, you know, uh, someone else that was good at, at, at coding, someone else that was good at graphic design. Uh, and I brought all those together uh, and we built it together without putting much initial capital up front. So essentially you need like-minded people that are willing to sort of, yeah, put some sweat out there. Yeah. And, and like, not only like-minded people that, you know, have the skill, but they also believe in your, in your vision and your purpose. And that's one thing that I'm very grateful for because the Bizon team, every single person that I attracted to be on the team and help me build the business, they all believe in the same thing. And that's, you know, we truly believe everyone should wake up loving what they do. And we think that our marketplace uh, enables those people to do so. Very cool. Did you ever struggle with the people that you brought on for the sweat equity, like all the people to believe in your vision? How did you keep them all on path and focus and following the same thing? Or did you ever have a couple that went astray and you had to cut them loose? And how was that? Because you were probably friends with them if it was in college. Yeah, well, thankfully, um, I, you know, there hasn't, there hasn't been any, um, you, you know, any negative, negative situations that have happened. Uh, but I think as a leader, uh, it's always been my job to ensure that uh, our team uh, is motivated and doesn't lose enthusiasm. And they're constantly inspired by our end goal and our vision, because it takes a lot of time to build a business, you know, and impatience is, is a killer. You can't, you have to be very patient when you're building something uh, from scratch. And, and I think one thing that, you know, uh, that's happening currently out there is everyone sees, uh, you know, the, 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 the glory and the glam of, of all these, you know, influencers or, or, uh, you know, uh, multi billion dollar unicorn businesses, but they don't understand that, you know, the light you see now was years and years and years of, you know, darkness and sacrifice and, and hard work. So, uh, constantly reminding, you know, my team that, you know, we're, we're in this for the long run, uh, and, and, you know, to constantly be inspired by our vision of creating the number one marketplace where people can buy and sell is, is always top of mind and front and center for everything we do. Has there ever really been a time where you're like, oh, my God, this is going to fail. Oh, my God, this is going to fail. <laughs> um, 
I think like I, I lie to you if I said no, you know, I think every entrepreneur has their doubts. Um, but I think, you know, the best try and uh, get through those challenges and doubts in order to stay disciplined and committed. Uh, you know, one of my, you know, uh, I guess, um, one of the things I'm good at is, is being very persistent and, and, and not losing enthusiasm in order to achieve my goals. I just push through it. But, uh, I think, I think you need to understand that everyone has their doubts and, and it's natural. You just have to get through it the best that you can. Um, and I think the, how, how you can do that is by making sure you're building a business that, and I'm not trying to say this in a fluffy way. It's just the truth. I think you have to really, you know, build a business that you're truly passionate about and that you're, you're, you know, you have that deep purpose of solving that problem, uh, that is out there. Um, because I think if you are building a business or you want to start a business, for example, just to get rich and, and that yacht life and, and <laughs> watches and, you know, nice dinners and wines, uh, you know, that's great. That, that could be a, a result um, of building your business. But if you set that as your goal, I think that's when entrepreneurs run into the problems that when they do doubt failure or they are going through a challenge, they'll, they'll up and quit at that moment. And, uh, and when your purpose and passion is a lot deeper, uh, that propels you over those challenges and obstacles. So, um, did you, did your parents provide that entrepreneurial spirit for when you started that clothing line or the t-shirt line when you were in college or were they entrepreneurs or what gave you the, the, the wavos, I guess, to, to, to launch something? Cause it is quite a sacrifice and it isn't easy to be an entrepreneur. So where'd you get that spirit from at the beginning? Yeah. And you're right. It's, it's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of hard work. Um, so my, my dad's a chartered accountant. He, um, so he actually ran his own firm. Uh, so he was entrepreneurial with his profession. Um, my mom, uh, was always a hardworking individual and always, uh, taught me that, you know, with hard work, anything is possible. Uh, but you know, more than just looking at them as role models, they always gave me the support to do what you have to do and work really hard because, if you do, you can achieve anything. And they never, you know, stop me from striving for my, my dreams and goals. Um, you know, when I was 18, I told them, Hey guys, I want to make it, uh, I want to make it to the NHL. This is my goal. Uh, you know, a normal parent would say, you're crazy. You're not going to make it, uh, go back to school. Uh, but my, my parents and, you know, they looked at me and I was fortunate that they were able to support me and said, Hey, if that's your goal, I want you to take this serious. And I want you to go about it as if it's your full-time job, uh, you know, two a day trainings, uh, you know, workouts, et cetera, et cetera, in order to achieve your goal. And I think having that real backbone and support, um, is, is necessary. Absolutely. Would you, if there are parents out there listening whose kids have come to them with kind of an audacious goal or something that they don't believe is a true career, um, do you have a piece of advice that you might give to those parents just coming from your own uh, learning lessons with your own parents? Yes. And it's let them do it. Let them get it out of their system. Let them uh, strive for that dream or that goal, no matter how uh, you know ambitious you think it is. Let them go for it because um, if they're if they were brought up well, which they they are, uh, they'll 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 come to realization and they'll be mature enough to know when when uh, to make the appropriate decisions. Like for example, when when I, you know I came back and from from my experience with hockey, I told them that, you know what, it doesn't look like it's working out for me. And I made the decision to go back to business school. They never forced me. And I think that happened because they had trusted me. 
Amazing. I love it. Well, we got to go to break in about 30 seconds. So um, I thank you for coming on the show. And we have a ton more questions to <laughs> come back at you with after the uh, break. For any teens that are out there listening, if you have any questions or anything that you want to ask, um, please feel free to tweet us. We're on Teen Wealth Radio on Twitter. And then you can always follow us on Instagram as well and send us messages there. And our Instagram is Teen Wealth again. Or you can just go to the website or our Facebook group, and that's Global Teen Wealth. Uh, or you can call our 1 800 number, 1 Teen. That's 1 and uh, leave a message and we'll try and get back to you as soon as possible and maybe we can pass on your questions to Nunzio if they pertain to his business and biz on Uh, we'll be back after the break and ask more questions thanks for joining everyone see you soon Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Oh, goodness. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Guess what? Uh, you missed out on during our commercial break. We had a little uh, song uh, between Bronwyn and Nunzio. Uh, they sang some Backstreet Boys. That just shows our age. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. And then I broke out when the chorus hit because that shows my age, too. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, that's it's my favorite part. It's contagious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
it's, I guess that's my favorite part about being an entrepreneur is we're all a little bit nutty because it's not something easy to, uh, to take on. <laughs> well, it yep. doesn't fit into a perfect box. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Tell us a little bit about hockey. Why was that your dream at the beginning and, and what were you like as a, as a young person? Where, when did hockey start and what were your dreams at that point, hockey included and, and beyond? Yeah. Um, so why hockey? Cause I'm Canadian now. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so uh, ho- hockey, uh, so being, being, um, my, my background's Italian and obviously my parents and, and, and myself we were all born here in Canada. And I came to this, I guess, age of, you know, 12 years old where I had to make a decision between soccer and hockey. And I went with the hockey route. And I think it's just because as, uh, once again, I was very passionate about about the game. Uh, I was a goaltender, so um, you know I, I I loved having the pressure on me and being the leader uh, of of um, you know that game and taking it period by period uh, in order to you know create a perfect game. And I kind of see business like that as well. You know, week by week, month by month, quarter by quarter. There's there's a ton of things that you know from my hockey career I bring over to my my business career, and I think you know that's why most athletes. Make make uh, unbelievable business people and, and entrepreneurs is because of that discipline that you know that work ethic that teamwork that commitment uh, and so on so um, but for me I, I you know I started at uh, a little bit late I, I think it was like six or seven and my my mom constantly um, said oh uh Every time she went to go register me, it was full. And my dad was like, this is impossible. This is like three years in a row. And we found out she did this because she was scared that I would get hurt. Um, but uh, finally, my dad got me uh, registered when I was six, uh, played uh, as a defenseman. The last game of the year, um, the goalie was hurt or sick, I forget now. And uh, the coach said, hey, who wants to be a goalie? And I put my hand up. My dad threw my hand down. And I eventually <laughs> I eventually won, went in the net, and I played unbelievable. Uh, and then I was asked to play for uh, a super, super eight um uh, team uh, in in the GTA area, so like kind of like the best eight year olds. Uh, and we first thought I got scouted as a defenseman, but the 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 coach there said, "No, we want you in net, son. You're really good." And and from that day forward, you know, I just competed at a high level, Triple uh, A hockey, junior, and whatnot. And then I found myself uh, not drafted when I was 16, which was unfortunate. But then I started bouncing around. Uh, in in some uh, European leagues and uh, down in the U.S. and South Carolina and Elmira, um, and then I finally had my big break where I signed the in the top tier of the Italian elite league, uh, and then literally a month before camp, uh, this is when the recession hit. The owner apparently stopped believing in hockey, uh, and and this team in Italy just to I guess paint the picture, them folding was like. Uh, you know, Vancouver Canucks or Toronto Maple Leafs or Montreal Canadiens folding. Like they were a big branded hockey team. Um, and it was, it just came out of nowhere. Uh, and it really hurt me. It really, really hurt me. And, and, you know, doing something that you've known your entire life and then it just gone, just put a, this, this emptiness in your stomach and, and just got you thinking all this crazy stuff. Like, you know, what is my purpose? and What can I do with my life? Um, but, when I had a That's chance, awesome. to I really repeat. like that. I love the analogy. I find a lot of people that I've worked with. Yeah. I mean, even my business partner who founded the nonprofit, he, um, 
he played in the NFL for five and a half years and he had a ton of drive because of that, because to get to that elite level, you have to be super focused. And I find that's the same thing with an entrepreneur, but what about your, um, like some of your weaknesses, did you ever struggle with like low self-esteem or not believing in yourself, whether it was with hockey or entrepreneurship or just as all youth do in general? And how did you kind of overcome those things? Yeah, I think, you know, I think in general, I'm, I'm an, you know, I'm a confident individual, but I guess if I had to pinpoint, you know, a self-esteem issue, I think my biggest self-esteem issue because of what happened with me in hockey and, 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 and whatnot is just unfulfilled potential. Um, you know, I, you know, I was a very talented goaltender, but you know, uh, nothing happened. So now even when I carry over to, to entrepreneurship, which I'm so passionate about, I still have, you know, the constant fear of failure in the back of my, uh, in the back of my head. Um, and, and, you know, the ability not to achieve the amazing things that I truly believe I can achieve in life, uh, scares me. Right. Um, so I think that would probably be one of my self-esteem. Uh, issues. So do you lose sleep at night then if things aren't propelling forward like you want? Because it sounds like you're kind of built on moving forward. Yeah. And that's why there's a sweet balance in my crazy brain that, you know, the, the fear of failing is, is met with, uh, with extreme persistence and optimism. Um, and, and I think that's that, you know, that approach has been probably my pro or my, um, you know, what I'm good at as far as making sure that that's a, that's an ingredient to solving, you know, my, my fear of, of failure. I'm, I'm very persistent and, 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 um, and optimistic about, you know, what I can do. Um, and, and my persistence, you know, I, I say it's a great thing, but it could also be a bad thing because, you know, it's good because being persistent, you know, that's what's needed in, in to build a business. There's all sorts of ups and downs. Um, you know, when you're doubting yourself, like we, we talked about before. Um, but, but, you know, you need to do a great job at, you know, pushing forward, uh, staying patient and not losing enthusiasm for, for what you're building. Right. Um, you need to be extremely passionate about that problem you're solving. Um, and like I said before, it can't just be about making money, right. That, that could be a result, but it shouldn't be your goal at all. So I think that way of thinking really helps me propel myself through that fear of failure. Uh, being persistent, you know, and, and optimistic helps me, you know, get through that. But on the flip side, you know, it, it being persistent, um, you know, I guess on the flip side, the bad side about it is I could, I'm so persistent that I could literally go until the very end, literally until my goal gives up on me. Like I didn't give up on hockey. Hockey gave up on me. That's how persistent I am. Um, and, you know, and I just don't give up. And at the end, you know, it could be a tough pill to swallow, especially when you look back at all the time uh, that's passed. But, but once again, you know, I keep going back and forth, but I, you know, I see that as uh, a learning experience or a stepping stone, right? So uh, I'm always constantly battling that fear of failure with my persistence and, and my extreme optimism, uh, for, for achieving the things I, I know I can achieve. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I actually, in my personal 
self for my personal business, I find that one of my greatest strengths is also one of my greatest weaknesses. I love how you talked about your fear of failure uh, versus your unfulfilled potential. Mine is that I'm so happy all the time. Like I was born with a lot of happy chemicals, so I'm always very (laughs) satisfied with my life, which means that sometimes I don't push myself far enough because I'm like, oh, the sky is still blue. I'll be okay. Where it's when I have my bad days, when I am failing, that that's when I look in the mirror, cry a little bit, eat some chocolate ice cream, and then go, okay, let's kick myself in the ass to get moving again. So sometimes it's funny that that one of my favorite things about myself is how positive I am, but it's one of my least favorite things as well because I don't push myself enough because I always am so content with life. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, and I can totally relate. You know, yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm in the same situation. You know, my biggest strength is potentially my biggest weakness, right? And, and not and not potentially it realistically can be like i like like i literally like i'm not over exaggerating i literally drive towards my goals until they literally give up on me like i like when my hockey career i had no other option like you know it, you know i found myself at you know 21 or 22 and and i literally exhausted all my options and came to the realization that uh you know, I need, I need to take control of my life. And, um, and, and I found, um, I guess a replacement through entrepreneurship. It it provided me with the same excitement and drive and, and teamwork and, um, and challenges that, you know, my hockey career did. And I think finding that good, um, thing that you could transition to, to replace that emptiness is, is important. So what is your next transition thing then? Obviously, you've got something good right now, but you're going to need another thing. I don't know. Uh-huh. I hope I don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, and, you know, like at the end of the day, you don't know. That's the beauty of life. I don't know. Like, I, you should have asked me that when I was playing hockey. I would have said the same thing. I don't know. I didn't think I was going to go to business school. I didn't think I was going to start a clothing line with a buddy. I didn't think that, um, you know, my clothing line was going to do okay and, and then not okay. And then I identified, uh, you know, a marketplace through that. And I didn't think I'd be talking on a radio show. Uh, you know, the, these things just uh, progress and naturally happen uh, as long as you stay committed, stay disciplined, just keep, you know, uh, working really hard day in and day out and, and having fun and smiling and being happy just like you, right? You don't, you can't really uh, project too far into the future. All you can really do is look back and, and kind of connect the dots and say, okay, well, look at, look at how that happened and learn from it. Is there anything that's been like you've been mulling about in your head though? Any new like projects that you're kind of poking at? For for Bizon or just in general? Well, maybe both. (laughs) So so sounds like you're that guy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's I am that guy because I love creation. I love creating things. I love building things. But I, I also have have grown professionally and personally to the point where you need to be laser focused as well you can't be dipping into too many things at once um because if, if you do that you're you know you're gonna be 25 percent good at like four things instead of you know 100 good at one thing so um i i'm really laser focused on developing bezon right now and um and and things are going really well 
We have uh, less than one minute before we go to a uh, commercial break, but I have to ask you, you mentioned that you had no other option when you were focused on hockey, and right now you have no other option but to focus on Bizon, and that you didn't really have a safety net. A lot of people say that not having a safety net is crazy, and a lot of people mm-hmm. saying that having a safety net is 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 crazy because then you're not super focused on what you need to be focused on. So when we come back from the break, I would really love to address how you think whether people should have a safety net in your opinion or shouldn't and how that kind of affects where they go in life, both personally and professionally. So we got to run to break. Again, if anyone wants to reach out to us, hit us up on Facebook at Global Teen Wealth or go to our website, globalteenwealth.org or find us on Twitter or Instagram at Teen Wealth and Teen Wealth Radio. We'll be back in a few minutes to talk to Nunzio about safety nets. Thanks, everyone. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Teen Wealth Radio. Um, I was just thinking about the lyrics of one of my favorite songs. If you have not heard the song Sunscreen by Boz Lerman, I encourage you to check it out right now because one of the lines in the song says, maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse, 
Maybe you'll have a savings account, but you never know when either one might run out. And we were just talking to Nunzio, a great entrepreneur, about his idea about safety nets and whether we should or should not have one uh, to fall back on if your dreams don't come true. So if you haven't checked out that song, I would look it up. Sunscreen, Boslerman, hilarious, fantastic, true about life. Nunzio, what do you think about having a safety net in life so if your dreams don't work out, you have something to fall back on? I like, I personally think safety nets are, are, you know, it's, it's an illusion because nothing really is, is safe in your life. You need to take, you know, control and accountability for what you're doing. Um, you know, other with the exception. So growing up, I was fortunate enough to, you know, have supporting parents that, you know, could put a roof over my head, but when it actually came down to achieving specific goals, whether it was, you know, making it to the NHL or growing my clothing line or going to business school, I was laser focused on achieving those exact goals. I never was doing two things at once to say, well, if, you know, if, if, if my hockey career doesn't end, at least I'm going to school at the same time. Like I was in school or sorry, I was playing hockey and I wasn't in school. When I went back to school at 21, 22, 21-ish, you know, most people my age were graduating. I was the oldest person in school, you know, trying to uh, fast, you know, fast track through years one to four, nights, days, and summer, uh, because I took accountability to the fact that, you know, I, I took off technically three, four years in order to achieve my goal. So I really never had a safety net for any of my goals in life. Um, my whole philosophy uh, especially if you want to do anything meaningful or important is, you know, the whole, I, I, I forget how the exact story goes, but uh, if you want to figure out a way to get off, you know, an island, you know, burn your ship, so to speak, right. And, and, and figure it out and, and, um, and, and get off that island as best as you can. Mm, I like that one for sure. Well, I was just kind of giggling because before you mentioned a cooking metaphor where you, like an entrepreneur has raw ingredients and they have to create something out of it. And it's a great feeling of pride when you do. And now I'm kind of laughing about the safety net thing. So if you had, I know you're married now, but if you had the first date with the woman of your dreams, the wife of the woman that you're married to now, and she was coming over and you were cooking your dinner, would you have a safety net? Would you be making like a bolognese sauce and then also some other kind of pasta sauce just in case you burnt the first one? Because that would be a safety net too. <laughs> no, 100% not. So I'm a terrific cook. Okay. So I'm confident, <laughs> I'm confident and I know exactly what I would make her. And it would be my famous uh, chicken um, truffle risotto uh, with, with a nice glass of red wine. And I would put I would double down my chips and just make that because um, because I have to succeed. I have to make that good. I have to make that dish very good. That's it. I wouldn't have a safety net or a backup, and she would love it, and she has. <laughs> That's awesome. How so? How is your wife an entrepreneur, and how does she support you in your in your business and your in your big dreams? So my wife um, is entrepreneurial. She's not an entrepreneur, though. She's, um, uh, she's, she's a head of uh, PR and, and social media uh, for a, a large uh, driving school. Um, but when it comes to support, uh, she's my rock. She really is. Like, right now, it's, you know, 8.37, uh, you know, at night in, in Toronto. Uh, and, and she's, you know, seven months pregnant, taking care of my 16-month-old uh, boy, 
uh, understanding that, you know, there, there are sacrifices and I need to do what I have to do uh, to achieve my goals and my dreams, not only for myself, but for us as a family, right? You know, I'm really committed to trying to build a, um, a legacy uh, that we could all be proud of. And, uh, and she's, she's on, she's on, uh, on the same page as me and, and, and willing to, you know, uh, pick up after me as far as, uh, things that I may not get a chance to do. So she's she's extremely supportive and loving, and uh, I'm honestly blessed to have her in my life because I don't think, you know, I think that's like one of the biggest things that could really ruin uh, an entrepreneur if they don't have that strong support system. Absolutely. And you mentioned that you have a 16-month-old son. Is that correct? Yes. And he's actually on the way. He's actually, yes, he's actually going to be 17 months at the end of this month. And then I have a, a little one on the way in November. So, um, and I just want to speak out to this in case, you know, there's, there, you know, any entrepreneurs that are, are, you know, my age or have kids or whatnot. Uh, I had a very, very unfortunate conversation maybe a year or two ago Um with, with an analyst that, you know, invested in startups and, and whatnot. Uh, and this guy had the, you know, uh, the courage to look me in the face and say, Hey, so you married, you have kids I said, yep, I, I'm expecting, you know, a, a child at the time and I'm married. Oh, well, if you have a, if you have a family and kids, you're not going to make it as an entrepreneur. And I just want to let anyone know that if you get that advice, kick that advice to the curb because life still happens and you'll find a way to achieve your goals and build them, especially if you have a supportive family uh, and you have a mindset to continue putting in the work. You know, all I can tell you is, you know, my my family is my inspiration. They don't bring me down. Uh, they actually bring me up. And this, these are the reasons why I work so hard. Um, and if anyone says you're not going to have time, well, heck yeah, you're not. Who cares if you're loving what you do, you know, wake up earlier, go to bed later uh, and do what you have to do. Um, I just wanted to share that because that was one thing that really peed me off uh, a while ago. So hopefully that provides some sort of inspiration for someone listening. <laughs> I really like that. And I can tell you're a dad too by the peed me off part. That was adorable. <laughs> well, I didn't know if I could swear or not. I, you know, I don't mind cussing, but... <laughs> No, I know. It was just, it was great. So um, if you're, when your kids are older and they have wild, audacious dreams, what kind of steps are you going to take to be a great parent to help them follow those dreams? You know, I'm going to set the same framework that my parents set with me. I think, you know, my parents did a great job um, believing in, in their children and, and letting us uh, letting us learn and letting us go through the certain experiences that you need to experience. Um, you know, I think there's a quote goes, you know, I hate butchering quotes, but I'll probably butcher this one. But, um, you know, a life without failure is is a life not living. So you need to live, you need to fail, you need to grow, you need to experience. And those are some of the things that, you know, my parents taught us. Uh, but once again, you know, we were, we were extremely fortunate enough to have parents that, you know, got us the right education, got us the right support um, and, and trainings that we needed in order to uh, give our, us the best opportunities, um, you know, to realistically succeed uh, at anything we put our minds to. So, and I guess the short answer is, uh, you know, I, I'm going to let my kids do what they, they need to do and I'll steer them as much as I can with the experience I went through as an entrepreneur. But at the end, I'm going to leave the decision up to them 
um, and, and tell them exactly what my dad told me. If, if you want to make it to the NHL, uh, work really, really hard. And that's it. I love that. That's awesome. Um, I was just thinking back to something that you said, how when you were coming out of hockey and you went back to college and you were about 21 and everybody else that was your age was graduating at that time. Do you, do you ever feel yeah. like it's too late to accomplish your dreams or goals? Because I know there's a lot of people that get to 25, 30 years old and they're in a bit of debt and they're in a career that they don't like and they're kind of living a life that they're not really expired, inspired, expired, <laughs> that they're not really inspired by. And a lot of people say, oh, it's too late to start new, to start fresh, to try something new. What do you say to that? That's an excuse. You could start anything at any time. You do anything. Uh, you, those are all excuses. When people do that, that means they really don't want to do anything. Those are, I have no patience or room for that. You could literally start a business at any age. You could succeed at any age. You could do anything at any age. There's seven-year-olds that are killing it out there. Uh, you know, teenagers that are killing it out there. And there are 80-year-olds that are killing it out there as entrepreneurs. So you have all these outliers and then, you know, anything's possible. You just have to put your, your the work into it, right? Um, you know, uh, the, that, the founder of KFC, the whole story about that, how he started that business, you know, in his 80s. Look at it now. Like, I think those are just excuses and you can't give yourself excuses. If you want to do something, do it. Uh, you know, a case study for us at Bizon, for example, was there was this, um, you know, uh, a friend that it was in a nine to five and, and hated it in their mid thirties and really wanted to take control of their life and do something on their own. Uh, purchased an existing business through, through Bizon, got the financing and backing that they needed to do, found a way, did it. Fast forward to today, a year after that purchase, you know, she's grown the business by almost 70%. Uh, her social following uh, increased 110%. Her client retention is in the 90s now. She, ha- she made enough money to rebrand and, and, and renovate uh, her business. And this was all from, you know, being passionate about making a change and jumping into it uh, and, and making that existing business better. So, you know, I think if someone uses age or anything um, not to do something, they really don't want to do it then. So everything you just said, one word that stuck out to me was I heard you say that there's outliers out there. And I was just curious, like, are, are you a Malcolm Gladwell fan? No. Um, Don't even know who that is. (laughs) He wrote a book called Outliers, which is basically a book on everything you're talking about. Wow, are you serious? Yes. Are you messing with me? No, I'm not lying. I don't know, but I I need to give this individual a call. There is a very, very famous, successful book called Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell that talks about everything you're talking about. So wow. I just thought maybe this would be like some. I thought this may be a part of an inspiration for you, but I am just making random guesses now. No, on my on my son, I promise I've never heard of that book or read it. Yeah, amazing. Well, I highly recommend you <laughs> give that one a little a little Kindle, I will. a little I will. Kindle attention. It looks like we're aligned. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, just before we go to our commercial break, and Inzia, when we come back, I want to ask you a little bit more about kind of your advice for budding entrepreneurs and and some lessons from Bizon. But I just want to read the UrbanDictionary.com's definition of an entrepreneur, and there's several of them out there. And uh, if you're not familiar with Urban Dictionary, they kind of 
Um, fluff. They, yeah, they fluff, or they make fun of uh, certain words. So this one says, somebody who has the balls to drop their current job, relationships, family, friends, to pursue rich dreams, someone who wants to be recognized in the community or even their country, someone who views the world differently. An entrepreneur is the person who knows the world is flawed, they know a 9-to-5 job isn't fulfilling, and they know the educational system is crap. We are the risk takers. We're the ones who want to make it big in life. Our peers will go job hunting with a piece of paper called a degree while we're creating our own jobs. We are the boss. We're the ones who hire people. We're the ones who start business, and we are entrepreneurs. We have to go to a commercial break right now, but we'll see everybody back in a couple minutes to finish up with Nunzio. Hello. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, we're just talking to Nunzio here. He's from Bizon. Uh, he's Canadian, former hockey player, clothing brand <laughs> seller in college, and uh, now the CEO of Bizon and just a very passionate individual. Uh, Nunzio, we have about 10 minutes left before the end of the show. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing kind of all your inspirational messages and your personal stories. I just kind of want to know a little bit more about Bizon, what exactly it is, how people can find out more about it, and any advice you might 
give to aspiring entrepreneurs. So if you just tell us a little bit about BizOn first, uh, a little bit more so that people kind of know exactly what it is that you guys do and what your business is. Yeah, so I guess to paint the picture so everyone gets it uh, as clear as possible is we're, we're like a Kijiji, but we're really focused and professional um, and, and, and laser focused on connecting people that are looking to specifically buy or sell businesses or franchises. So, uh, you know, a typical uh, scenario is there's a mom and pop restaurant or retail store or um, tanning salon, for example, uh, and they're looking to sell. Um, and they promote that sale on our marketplace, whether it's the business owner themselves or a business broker or whatnot. Uh, and then at the same time, what we're doing from a social selling perspective is we're really attracting individuals that are really considering uh, buying an existing business. So we're, we're pretty much the matchmakers. So those, those users come to our site, they start searching for opportunities through our search engine, whether it's industry budget, um, location, uh, et cetera. And when they come across uh, uh, something that they think is a, is a, is a fit for them. Uh, they connect with the uh, seller and, and we connect them and, and the rest is history. We also offer all sorts of, you know, perks and tools and resources, uh, for entrepreneurs and business owners that are looking to grow uh, their business, whether it's, you know, they've been, um, the owner for years or they just acquired the business. So we're really creating this seamless, supportive, uh, and, and, um, resourceful marketplace where, um, you know, people can, um, buy and sell and, and grow that business or franchise. Um, I guess from a marketing perspective, we're, what, what I would, uh, like to say to, you know, any entrepreneur listening here is, and we're spearheading this conversation everywhere. And, uh, well, two conversations is one, what to do. And, uh, when you're building a business and how to build a valuable and sellable business that you may want to sell, uh, in the near future. Uh, and the second is as an entrepreneur, understanding that entrepreneurship is really not only about starting something from scratch. Uh, it could also be about growing something existing, uh, and making it even better. You know, that is still, uh, the definition of an entrepreneur. So there, there are options out there. I heard the definition of an entrepreneur is well, according to Instagram, it's a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> That's entrepreneurial in nature. Correct. But I don't know if that adds value to the world, right? <laughs> right. Very true. But like when people say to you, like, what do you do? And you say, I'm an entrepreneur. Do they give you a look? <laughs> well, I, you know what? I really, I don't really tell people I'm an entrepreneur. Um, when people say, what do you do? I say, well, I, I, you know, I run, I, I, well, this is what I actually say. I say, I direct the ship at Bizon. What's Bizon? And then I tell them what Bizon is. Um, and that's, that's what I am, you know, like, am I defined as an entrepreneur? Sure. But I don't think an entrepreneur should say I'm an entrepreneur sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, well, probably a smart idea. You don't want to give people the wrong impression. <laughs> yeah, because I think as soon as someone says, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur, they think of all the uh, the, the negative definitions of an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> the, every, the everything else, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so you couldn't find a job. Is that yeah. what you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> I want a great well, job. in your mom's basement. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, one of our former guests, he had $400 left to his name and was literally living in his mom's basement when he created Billy Bob Teeth, and it's now worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And he's now that he's become successful with the fake prosthetic teeth for Halloween and things like that, he's now creating teeth that are very cheap, um, yep. that people can afford who don't have the money to go to a dentist and get a new tooth replaced, that don't have thousands yep. of dollars to get uh, fake caps and stuff on his teeth. So that's Jonah White from... Uh, 
from uh, Billy Bob Teeth. Just an amazing man giving back. And I know you give back. I yes. don't remember when we first met, you told me about a program. I can't remember exactly what it is, but could you tell us all how you are able to impact the community around you because of your entrepreneurship? Yeah. So, um, so, so I guess at the, not, I guess this is the truth, uh, at entrepreneur, I, the, you know, we truly believe in, in empowering people, um, instead of aiding people. Um, and that's why, so we committed, uh, to, to basically donate a portion of our gross profits to, uh, pencils of promise. So that's a, a for purpose organization that, um, they build schools, they train teachers, uh, and they, uh, they fund, uh, scholarships. So, um, that's something that's very important to us. And, uh, you know, our hope at the end of the day for that is to create more business owners and franchise owners and entrepreneurs, um, you know, the types of people that, uh, we attract and we love to connect with and the types of people that leverage, uh, you know, our marketplace. So, um, you know, that's our community promise. And that's definitely how we're looking to give back. We always, we also, you know, work with uh, startup Canada to inspire entrepreneurs and give them advice and guidance. Uh, and we're also working with, uh, with you, right? So, you know, we, we're always looking to empower people, uh, and, and inspire them because, uh, we truly believe that, you know, entrepreneurs can change the world. And, um, and we have, like I said, at the beginning of this whole uh, radio show, we have the responsibility to, to create awesome things that add value to the world. It's amazing. I love it. Um, yeah. oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> um, so if you could give, so if you were standing in a room of 15 and 16 year olds who had no idea what they wanted to do with their life, but saw that entrepreneurship was a unique option, is there, a, could you give like one or two things that you think are pillars of being an entrepreneur or, or pieces of advice or something to a young person who has no idea what they want, but they're considering a life of entrepreneurship and, and what would they be? So one, be, be self-aware of what you're good at and what you're not good at uh, and get the right team around you. Uh, be patient. Um, and don't, and the third would be don't chase, don't chase money. So my whole, my whole theory for myself personally is I rather chase, you know, I rather create legacy than anything else. You know, I, I truly believe what I'm working on um, and what I'm building is something important. And, and I think it matters to our customers. And I think it's something that I could feel very proud to tell my children and eventually my grandchildren about. Uh, and I think that's the mindset and, and direction you need to go uh, as an entrepreneur. Don't, don't chase, don't chase money uh, or anything like that. Uh, just really work hard on identifying a true problem uh, that, that, you know, can make the world a better place. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm, I sure agree with that because I've currently founded two nonprofits and spent half my year volunteering. So I'm chasing what I really love instead of the money. <laughs> Hopefully one day there, the money will come alongside it. <laughs> yeah. It's a, like, like it's a result. Right. And I think that's, and I think, I think they, it usually does, especially if, you know, uh, the value proposition is high and, and you're working your butt off, you know, the money, the money is the result and it'll eventually come. But um, don't set it as your goal. It's just, it, it's just not the way to, to approach it. Could you give everyone your social media links or your websites or however they could follow you uh, just before we close out here? we got about 30 seconds left. Yeah. So simply go to my, my website. So mybizon.com. So M Y B I Z O N.com. Uh, you could join our marketplace for free. You could engage with our biz chatter forum to ask questions and find answers. And uh, if you scroll all the way down to the end, you can follow all sorts of uh, all our social channels. We're on pretty much everything, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, et cetera. 
Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure meeting you before and getting to have you on the radio show now. And I look forward to working with you some, at some big events in the future. So thanks for joining us so much, Nzio. Not a, not a problem. It's my pleasure. Thank you, ladies. Thanks. And everyone out there listening, feel free to um, check out mybizon.com or reach out to us and we'll pass you on to how you can follow Nunzio. We'll see you again next week, same time, same place. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.